Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Jose Santana. And I'm Apollo Black. And this is Consumed by TV. The podcast that brings you breakdown, Easter eggs, and hidden gems you might have missed at first glance. On today's episode, we're discussing season two of Only Murders in the Building. Fantastic, by the way. Amazing season. If you haven't watched it, watch it. Watch it. Now watch it. Watch it. Okay, whatever. The first seven episodes are out now. Anyway, let's get right into it. So we're going to break it down like we did and how we first started the podcast when we first started breaking down the uh, show. We're going to talk about uh, the first three episodes at once, break it down, give you our insight and our opinions about it, and then give you the little Easter eggs and little things you might have missed, um, especially from what they like brought in from season one. So first of all, let me just say, the story so far, like the writing of the season, amazing. This season, I think, is their best, and I get it. The first season was just like the first season. It's just it just came out. The show's still getting its grip, but the second season, it's so good that it just, especially episode seven, episode yes. blew, episode seven blew me away. It was so good. Oh, oh man, Epis- yeah, episode seven, the best episode in my opinion so far for season one and two. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's the newest episode that just aired. Uh, so when we you start, you start episode or season two with episode one, you start with a recap of what happened at the end of the season. You start with Mabel walking into her apartment, um, and then us seeing her stabbing or hold her holding a stabbed bunny, dying. She whispers something, and then then the episode begins with them in the jail or not jail the. Basically, like interrogation, the interrogation room, the interrogation room yeah. of, of like they went to the police station or something. The yeah, police the station. They went to the police station and they were in the interrogation room. They were getting interrogated, and oh. of course, the comedy that you get in this in this scene alone from Oliver and Charles. Mabel, Charles Charles is just dumb. Charles, but, Charles, but it was dumb funny. It, it was, right. it, yeah. He walks up to the mirror. He's like, "You don't want? You think I don't know what this is? A two-way mirror." Um, Charles, that's a uh, decorative mirror. The two-way you're looking for is behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decorative mirror. I knew that. <laughs> like, it's stupid. Uh, but I also, what was also fun was the Detective Wilson and then the other detective, because when they're interrogating them all, <laughs> Oliver's ass. Yeah. When the one hard-ass detective's like, Oh, do you really want to act like you know them so well? Because you could spend jail time. It's like, actually, I don't really know her that well. And yeah, then... he just gives them Mabel, throws her under the <laughs> Detective bus. Detective Wilson, right? That's me. Williams. Williams. Are... Yeah, let me keep saying Wilson. Damn. Williams' face is just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, he gives, he she gives him the illest look. Like, you just threw Mabel under the bus. You serious? I thought you were. I thought you were friends. But no. So then, of course, they get through the interrogation. Williams walks him out, and she's like. Look, you guys are all prime suspects. You're not being convicted yet, but they will try to find all evidence to convict you. This is your time. Like, this is your time right now to live a normal life. Stop doing the podcast. Live a normal life. Just and, and, and just until you find out, until we find out what happens. So then, of course, they don't do that. Mabel well, tries for like 10 seconds. They, she, they she, try, try, she tries hard. But Cindy Canning really does drop that podcast episode. And then it's just like... But if, not even before that, just alone, Charles yeah. and Oliver in the elevator saying, like, they're not going to give up. They want to solve this. Yeah. And then Mabel's like, guys, come on. Shouldn't you guys be watching, like, eating in a diner somewhere? Or, yeah, playing or checkers or chess in the park, whatever yeah. old people do. 
but to just they they don't want to stop they're they they're gonna find out who's setting them up and framing them and i say setting them up and framing them because if you have seen the so far and you are cut up that the murderer who is the murderer of the season we don't know yet officially we have our theories and we will talk about that is framing them so like the murderer killed bunny and then took all the evidence they could and the weapons they could and then every other episode a piece of evidence shows up so like in the first or the second episode it's a painting yeah the second or the third episode it's uh the knife yeah third or fourth i think it's the fourth the that's fourth. when lucy comes in. yeah the fourth the episode fourth. it's a knife then the fifth episode it's the matchbook yeah and then the sixth episode it's the actual murderer or well who we think is the murderer because they give it a glitter bomb yeah it's been good like the lead up the build up everything and it's yes. like my only thing is like you don't see as much as the the neighbors and the arconian as last season. yeah yeah like last season well i think they did most of that in the first three episodes yeah that's they true. they really showed you the whole not really the whole but the most of them in the flashbacks of bunny in those three episodes and then now it's just about the main characters because it's, it's literally about them they're being yeah. set up so the story is literally about the three main characters unlike it being the whole building this time because they were solving the murder for the whole building yeah and this season there's hidden passageways in the arconian that they discover and it's discovered by a spoiler warning charles's stepdaughter um well, they well yeah she knew about the one in charles charles they found the elevator that's it they yeah know, they, they know about know the, the whole, passage oh, they know about right. a secret elevator secret elevator they don't know about the passages at yeah, all yeah secret passages lucy which they don't explain how she knew mm-hmm. they don't i mean she, they kind of explain it. she said she when she was younger the friend her, her friends across the hall used to play hide and seek and then they found it in her house so they she assumed that all the houses have the same passageway still it's not a good enough i, I need to see it i guess i mean but if you're if you go through one house and, and you and, and it leads to another house i guess you're gonna she knows the passageway because she didn't know it oh yeah she was able to guide them through it because she was able to run through those halls when she was younger that's true so she knew how then, to get around who did wouldn't you hear that theoretically like in the walls that's what the, that's what they make a joke about it in the, yeah. in the in the episode where they're in the walls they're like you, you wouldn't you think you would be hearing somebody running around the walls murdering people but no you don't hear it nobody hears it yeah but let, let me just say this. It's creepier knowing that a murderer knows the secret tunnels, might not even live in the building, first of all, might not even live in the building, knows about the secret tunnels, and is watching you through your closet, through the holes in your grates, through the AC vents in the, in the walls, and listening to everything you do, setting up this murder. That's what got me. That's the creepiest part about the entire story. Like somebody's living in your wall, setting this up. I don't know why this popped in my head. What if it's Oscar? And I know it doesn't make sense that it should be Oscar. Why do you Why do you think it's Oscar though? Like I don't so, know. She's... Like as much as he may say he just wants to put it behind him, the past and everything, he could be mad that Mabel never said anything. Like she could have said Tim knew something, but never did. I don't know. It just popped in my head for some reason. Like I don't think it's him because. I don't feel like that would make sense, but then that could be a twist. Because his dad was a super... I think but... it wouldn't be Oscar because the sneeze in the episode of the murderer oh, is man. goofy. Yeah. He he sneezed like a goof. And Oscar isn't a goof. 
That is true. So that's why, like, okay, so now let's let's talk about, we're already in episode seven, right? I think, and I have, we after watching all the episodes, like, two or three times, and then talking about it with Jose, I think that the murderer could be one of three people. Timmy, uh, Jimmy Russo, who you meet in the Cinda, uh, Cinda podcast episode, where she interviews him, and apparently he, uh, uh, from Mabel's point of view, he's a liar. And then from Cinda's point of view, he's the honest man telling us uh, the, the bravest story of the world. Um, Jimmy Russo, he has a vendetta against Mabel. I always forget his name. Um, the guy who's in love with cats. Howard? Howard. Okay, but now you're probably, if you guys listen to the podcast and you watch it, you're probably thinking like, well, in the first season, he was a, had, a, had a blood phobia. He fainted at the sight of blood. I get that. But, but, this episode, he had a massive black eye. And the episode prior to that, somebody punched him in the nose. And he had a bloody nose. He did not faint. Oh. When he saw the blood. He did not faint when he saw his own blood. But do you think it's that he doesn't faint to his own blood? Just other people? Uh, no, no. Bloodophobia doesn't matter. You see that the sight of blood makes you faint. True. He did not see, he did not faint to his the hit the sight of his blood. And then he has a black eye in the next episode, and he lied about he got the black eye, and I still think he's lying about the black eye. I think he murdered Bunny, and Bunny gave him a fucking wailing. Like she whacked him. And then I also think it might be Will, but then in the episode you see Will come back to his dad, and he's not injured in the scene. So, it's unless he like patches himself up, but then again, I just think that because it's theory. But it might not be Will. My overall is I think it's Jimmy Russo. Who do you think, or what do you think? See, I had thought it could be Theo, but then it doesn't make it won't add up because one, he's he's deaf, so yeah, he wouldn't have heard me able to come to the apartment. True. Um, shout out to Tristan because she put that. She, she let me know that. Okay. So, thank you. Um, so that kind of rules that theory out. It's on his dad because the dad is short, and, short and stocky, not tall. Okay. Um, like I feel like it could be Will, but then I don't think so because he's got his own stuff going on. Mm-hmm. With that whole stupid B story. I hate that storyline. They did not need to throw that storyline in. It doesn't get a mention. Yeah. Anywho. So I honestly don't know. I think my number one suspect out of who we've seen is a throwaway character, which is the pregnant lady Nina's husband. Because they want to change Zarconian. Well, at least he does, and she's going along with it. Yeah. And when Bunny said she wasn't going to retire, she probably told her husband, and then that is what led to her murder. Yeah. I can see that happening, but the reason I don't suspect him is because we only seen him in that one scene. For like that one minute, and then that was it. But hey, it could be. It could be the, the murderer we've seen every time. He's in a black mask, yep. and we assume it's a guy because it's tall and it doesn't have a woman figure. Because when you see him in the episode where you get introduced to Charles's stepdaughter, it's a man. The way he sneezes, and then when you see him again in the flashback with Mabel, um, you could tell it's a dude. You could definitely tell it's a dude. Yeah. If it happens to be a woman, I'll be shocked. That woman got to be at least six feet tall. Truly. She got to be at least six feet because like, she was tall. She was At like, least from what we've seen, it's a it's not an average height person. It's tall. Unless yeah. They're in some, like, they were the height of the closet. Yeah, unless they're in some freaking um, 
heels or whatever. Combat platforms, boots. Platforms, combat yeah. Boots. So then, like we said, we uh, the next episode we find a painting, and the painting is of Charles's father. Yeah, and there's a whole story behind the painting. And Bunny's mom comes to the funeral or like to the arraignment, um, and she's like, "I know my daughter died, but I'm not really here about my daughter's death." Oh, they are. Sorry. They're making an omelet. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, I guess they do. <laughs> I guess they do. Actually. Yeah, okay. sorry. sorry. Sorry, guys. We're watching it. We're like, we're rewatching it again to catch all the like things that we might have thought are like not in the like not written well, but we didn't catch it because they were talking the entire time. Okay, but, um, it makes sense now. Yeah, <laughs> they were making omelets. I forgot about that. Yes, so. Um, Bunny's mom shows up and she's like, I know my daughter just died, but I'm not really here for my daughter's death. I'm here for my painting. And everybody's like, wait, what painting? And of course, prior to the episode, you see Howard's mom and Howard, right? In Howard's Bunny's mom? house. Oh, no, it's not, that's not Howard's mom. It is Howard's mom. That's the old lady with glasses. That's, that's Howard's, not mom. Howard's mom. That's Howard's mom. That is not Howard's mom. That's Howard's mom. You're dead ass lying. That's Howard's when mom. When do they explain that's Howard's mom? They are the same built. They're in the same apartment together. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They have different apartments. No, they don't. Yes, they, that no. is his mom. There's no way that's his mom. That is his mom. There's I guarantee you 100%. That old lady with glasses is Howard's mom. Okay, keep talking. Anyway, Howard and Howard's mom, because How, I don't remember her name right now, walk in, at the beginning of the episode, walk into Bunny's house, and she saw the painting there first, and she knew it was worth millions of dollars. So she comes back with Howard, and asks Howard to steal it with her. And when they come back, the painting is missing. The painting is in Charles's house. One hell of a than Howard Morris. Like, he could have his dad's last name. There's no way. Charles then notices that the painting is his dad and some lady. And then he gets a flashback to his dad meeting a lady that's always in the shadows of her apartment. And at the end of the episode, he asks Bunny's mom if the lady in the painting was the painter of the painting and if she lived across from the Iconian and she said yes and if you watch that episode you find out that Howard's dad or Charles's dad sorry excuse me Charles's dad got arrested for murder for killing that woman because he was obsessed with her sidebar Uma is in apartment 3F Howard is in apartment 3C okay but get to the point that they're mom and son it doesn't say that they're, they're mom and son Where'd you see that they were related? No, I just want to know because now I need to go back and I'm going to feel bad. I'm pretty sure that's his mother. Why? Because they both wear glasses? No, I'm pretty, <laughs> sure, I'm pretty sure it's in the episode with the, the funeral. The funeral? Where he's like, excuse my mother, she could be a bitch. <laughs> I thought they were talking about the bird. Just whatever. Are you talking about the bird? I could have sworn that is his mom, man. Anywho. Where were we? I just finished talking about the painting. Now the I'm painting. Gonna go, I'm, now we can talk about the next thing. Okay. Oh, then the next thing they discover is the knife. The knife. Right. And we get introduced to Charles' daughter. Oh, yeah. Episode. Lucy comes back. Lucy comes back, y'all. Yeah. This is the... Oh, this is Bunny's last fucking day. Jesus. Um. By the way, that whole parrot theory, I don't think... It, I think they... They threw that in there and they never went back to it. They did it. Like I know they, they I know they did. I know the cop talked about it in that one episode, but they never really like 
They, yeah. They never got the parrot or something to say the name never, or anything. Yeah. Like, come on. Well, because if you look back in the flashback during her last days, they're watching like an old, like, detective style movie or uh-huh. something. And then that's when it says that and then the parrot says it. Repeats it, yeah. So that's where it's like, oh, they don't know. Or whatever he doesn't know but i think he knows the parrot no she said that she said that the bunny said the guy's name and yeah but um anywho the painting gets left in charles apartment mm-hmm. so it's mabel gets framed and it makes it look like charles and all of our accomplices because they yep. don't get out in time yep so then charles gets the stolen painting in his apartment and then they try to dispose of it and get rid of it through the secret elevators yeah, put it in between the dumpsters, and then Amy Schumer's character, who plays Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. <laughs> takes the painting. They mention that oh, she has the painting, and the bunny's mom overhears it. So then they go to the penthouse where Amy's staying, confronts her about the painting. The painting is a duplicate; it's not the real one. Mm-hmm. Then in episode four, Lucy comes in. They're trying to make an omelet like old times. She picks up the murder weapon, which is in Oliver's all house. Yeah. Which is Oliver's house knife? Wait, so, no, wait. Oliver's house? It's Oliver's house because it's Oliver's knife. He says it. Oh, I got this yeah. as a gift. So if you're really? following the pattern, they frame Mabel with the matchbook. They frame Charles, Charles with the painting. They frame Oliver with the knife. They're trying to frame all three of them. Wait, no, they're in. They're in. Oh, they're in Charles' apartment, but it's all. It's Oliver's knife. knife. Yeah. yeah. So, in his thing. That's so smart. Mm-hmm. God, a piece of all three of them. For this murder, but anyway, so we get introduced to Charles' step stepdaughter, and yeah, that came out wrong. Stepdaughter, and she finds the knife because they're making an omelet. Oliver grabs it with a napkin and says, "This is my knife. I got it as a gift." And then everybody tries to grab the knife so they can figure out what to do with it. And Oliver's like, "None of you are thinking. If you touch this, all your prints will be on it. My prints are already on it because it's my knife. So leave it at that." So then, now. Oliver goes and he tries to hide the knife and he leaves the apartment and we think that he hides the knife later to reveal in episode seven <laughs> that he never hid the knife that he's been ha- hiding it this entire time in his apartment. Oh my god. That's... <laughs> Which is I think the dumbest thing ever. He says he got distracted by his son's Will's uh, uh, show of the Oz. The Oz. Because the son was directing his kid's school play. Yeah, and he never got to hide the knife. And I'm like, are you serious? You had this time? All these episodes, you still had the knife in your apartment. No wonder this murderer is getting away with fucking murder. You you, you, you guys have all the evidence with you still. But it's like, it's, like, <clears throat> it's a good thing he never got rid of it. Yeah, because Williams comes and she takes it. Yes. Alright, I'm about to see something. See, he says, Uma, be nice, not mom. Wouldn't you call your mom mom? No, I call my mom Michelle, and you know okay, that. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> and you know that. Ugh, shut up. Okay. TV wise, wouldn't you call your mom mom? No. The there's, exception of, in the in the in the, in the year we live in now, TV uh, shows do not call their mother moms. If you watch actual TV shows, some of the kids call their mother by their first name. Anywho, I don't think they're related, but maybe they are. But I think it'd be weird if they have two separate apartments. Just they're grown adults. Yeah, but then like, these are all like multiple bedroom apartments. It doesn't matter. They're grown right, adults. I guess. He has then nine, why live in the same building? He has 30 cats. I don't think they're related. 
We're getting sidetracked. No, we're talking about the show. I know, but still, it's like such a subpar plot. You know, you want to hear a subpar plot? This a fucking storyline between uh, who's the real father for Will. That's a oh, subpar plot. That, so... that is the one critique I've got. Why? Because no one asked. Look, all I'm saying is, and this might be like our final note for this little breakdown, and we will probably do a little more breakdown. That you get an, you get a, a memory episode when they do when we we're introduced to Lucy, right? Um, no, Lucy, Alice, right? Sorry, Alice. The oh, girl, when Mabel's they, girlfriend. Yeah, and they're trying to get some so more about her. They're trying to. Oliver's trying to figure out who the murderer is. And he's like, I got this perfect idea. Let's play a game, and it's called. Um, Son of Sam. Yeah, so can we talk about how he bought an old bowl of drugs? Yeah, he bought yeah he bought an old bowl of drugs to get them fucked up. <sighs> anyway, he says let's play this game, and then it goes to a flashback of him pay- playing it back in the days when they were younger in the Arconian. And he's playing it. He's talking to his son. Blah 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 blah. He's talking to his son in that night. He comes out and he's like, uh, Teddy. Teddy, you're the murderer. Teddy flips the card around and he proves that he's the murderer. So then we cut to real time and. Oliver's trying to find the murderer. He's like, if you feel a pinch, you got killed. If you don't, try to guess who it is. So slowly by slowly, they're trying to get to it. And they get to the last two players, which is Mabel and Alice. And Oliver's like, you're the murderer, Alice. I know you're the murderer. And she's like, I'm not the murderer. So let me just give you this. She had, I know for a fact that she had the Son of Sam card. Because Mabel had the Blanc card. Mabel knew because Oliver set that game up. I think Oliver gave her the Son of Sam card to make her try to like admit to the murder. Yeah. And Mabel knew. So Mabel slipped her her card and put her card was put in the purse. And we didn't get to see that to the end of the episode. So then when Oliver approached her and she saw, she's like, you got it wrong. She confronted him, showed him the blonde card. And she's, he's like, oh, I thought like, I thought really, she really was the murderer. And at the end of the episode, you see that in Alice's bag, she has the son of Sam card and it's basically like telling us that she is the murderer but then it's just leading you on to think that she's the murderer it's like a fake story to push her because she was lying to Mabel about her past life is what it was trying to like say she was lying so she was like a murderer who's lying um but then the next episode Mabel finds the matchbook because since Lucy introduces them to the tunnels in the Arconian, Lu- Mabel decides that she's gonna find the one that leads to her apartment and see if she can retrace the steps of the murderer. And when she does, she's crawling out of the vent. She finds a matchbook, and when she notices the matchbook has a fingerprint on it, she puts it in a quick bag and she tries to figure out what she can do with it. Little do you know, this entire time, like I think it started in episode four, they're texting a number that texted them an episode the last episode of season uh season one and the first episode of season two. Oh yeah and they thought it was detective williams in this episode they find out that it's not detective williams by like like critical thinking because the the person's like i'll take the evidence from you i'll pick it up but i can't meet you in person leave it at a park oh and also because what's his face told them she's on maternity leave the yeah other detective. and the other detective dick detective uh, was like, oh, Detective Williams is on maternity. She's not even here. So they're like, we're, we've been texting the murderer this entire time. So let's come up with an idea and give him fake evidence, which is Charles' idea because it came from a Brazo episode. So they put a fake matchbook inside of a glitter bomb that Oliver makes because he does presentations on shows. 
and they put it in the trash can. As they're waiting for the murderer, they're sitting in the car and they're arguing about everything that was going on in their life and they don't see in the background that the person who we assume or they think is the murderer because they told him to get out of the building is in the trash can picking up the box. The box opens up, the glitter bomb goes off, he's on the floor, there's a lot of smoke because Oliver tells him that there's a little bit of C4, C4. in the box, like a little bit, enough to make a small mistake. And <laughs> the guy starts running off and Mabel's like, well, that's our only chance of catching the killer. And <clears throat> then we cut to the whole Bloody Mabel side of the story where she's on the subway. She's oh, freaking yeah. out because she just walked into her apartment and Alice was dressed like her redoing the whole... Oh, yeah. Uh, Alice was at the art studio. She recreated her apartment. Yeah. Like, re <laughs> recreated meticulously. Her, yeah. Recreated her apartment meticulously down to the wire. She was dressed up as her and they were re reenacting the Tim... Um, the Bloody Mabel? Oh, the Tim Kono. The Tim Kono murder. Which is weird because you think she was trying to do the the bunny murder. The, yeah, yeah, but she's not. She was doing the, and she, no, she was doing the bunny murder. She was doing the bunny because like, oh the, yeah, because Tim the, Kono and Zoe were in, like, in the making kitchen. Food. Yeah, making so, food. yeah, she was, it was doing, like everything. <laughs> yeah, she was re reenacting both the murders. So then Mabel runs out. And she goes. She like freaking out. She's having this in and out of like consciousness type type of thing, like a blacking out type of thing. She gets on the subway, and when she's on the subway, she's trying to calm down because. Cinda's apprentice or whatever you want to call her, intern yeah, Poppy. calls Mabel, Poppy, and calls Mabel and says, listen, I know you were right and uh, Cinda's a very dangerous uh, woman. When you do her schedule for the last 10 years, you learn a lot of things about this bitch. And Mabel's like, what's the point? She's like, I didn't get my promotion, which is basically what Mabel told her at the beginning of the episode, that Cinda treats her like trash and that if she keeps not stepping up for herself, that she's never going to get promoted. She's never going to become her own woman. So then on the subway, she sees the guy in the corner covered in glitter, and the guy goes to approach her, and in this episode, we see Mabel stab him. Oh, yeah, but we don't see it because it pops up on... Um, but we don't see the whole thing because yeah. it pops up on, like, on a, like somebody's Storm. recording it. Yeah. On Oliver's home, but it was somebody, well, on, the, Storm, on, somebody on the bus or on the subway. Yeah, man. And it got on, like, all the social media platforms, and then Will sent it to Oliver. And so... The next episode, which is the last episode, episode seven, the best. She wakes up in Theo's house and she's trying to figure out why the fuck she's in Theo's house. And Theo tells her, I was on the subway with you. I saw the man attack you before you stabbed him, but everybody recorded it when you stabbed him. Yep. And she was like, Wait, I still don't get what's going on. And he's like, I can prove that you did not stab the guy, but I'm also trying to help you to prove that you're not the murderer let me help you and she's like i need my bag my bag has all the evidence in it and he's like i didn't see you with the bag when i followed you and, and helped oh. you to my apartment yeah because the dude stole because the, the dude, dude stole, stole it. it but i did the guy did drop something and he dropped his security badge and mabel's like this is his and theo says yes and she he's uh they read it and it's the coney island security so then mabel's like we have to get to coney island we need to go do this now the uh, theo drives her to coney island they bring into the security department of Coney Island. They steal all the files, or well, she's looking through the files. Theo comes in, puts it all in the trash bag, and steals it for her. <laughs> and then um, she goes to the restroom. They play games oh, first. Yeah. They she because he's never been to Coney Island, which is like a little side story. He's never been to Coney Island, so she shows him around and plays games with him and all that. She goes to the bathroom, mm -hmm. and as she's in the bathroom, she sees glitter in the sink. Then she hears the 
somebody walking and the locker room is next to her. When she walks into the locker rooms, the man is covered in glitter trying to patch himself up from the stabbing. Now, after this scene, the transition to the cameras are always on the right side of this guy's body. Every time he lunges forward or opens a door or chases Mabel, he's using his right arm. And this is why I say I think it's Jimmy Russo, because on Jimmy Russo's left hand, he is missing a finger. Also, he was stabbed by Mabel in the left arm. So if this is Jimmy Russo, they're not going to show us the left side of the body for two reasons. One, a bloody gory scene of him being stabbed and bleeding out. And two, if it is Jimmy Russo's, he's missing a finger on the scene. And if we see his hand, we'll know who the murderer is right away. Now, and it could also just be flip-flop because he's stabbed. They don't want to show it to us because it's on TV. Yeah. But we're going to continue. Greetings, Earthlings. I'm Jose Santana. And I'm Apollo Black. And this is Consumed by TV. The podcast that brings you breakdown, Easter eggs, and hidden gems you might have missed at first glance. On today's episode, we're discussing season two of Only Murders in the Building. Fantastic, by the way. Amazing season. If you haven't watched it, watched it. Watch it. Not watched it. Watch it. Okay, whatever. The first seven episodes are out now. Anyway, let's get right into it. So we're going to break it down like we did and how we first started the podcast when we first started breaking down the uh, show. We're going to talk about uh, the first three episodes at once, break it down, give you our insight and our opinions about it, and then give you the little Easter eggs and little things you might have missed, um, especially from what they like brought in from season one. So first of all, let me just say, the story so far, like the writing of the season, Amazing. This season, I think, is their best, and I get it. The first season was just like the first season. It's just It just came out. The show's still getting its grip. But the second season, it's so good that it just, especially episode seven. Episode, yes. blew, episode seven blew me away. It was so good. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Episode seven, the best episode, in my opinion, so far for season one and two. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, <laughs> that's the newest episode that just aired. Uh, so when we you start, you start episode or season two with episode one, you start with a recap of what happened at the end of the season. You start with Mabel walking into her apartment, um, and then us seeing her stabbing or hold her holding a stabbed bunny, dying. She whispers something, and then then the episode begins with them in the jail or not jail the. Basically, like interrogation the room. interrogation room yeah. of, of like they went to the police station or something. The yeah, police the station. They went to the police station and they were in the interrogation room. They were getting interrogated, and oh. of course, the comedy that you get in this in this scene alone from Oliver and Charles. Mabel, Charles Charles is just dumb. But Charles, Charles, but it was dumb. Funny. It, it, was, right. it was yeah. He walks up to the mirror. He's like, "You don't want? You think I don't know what this is? A two way mirror." Um, Charles, that's a uh, decorative mirror. The two-way you're looking for is behind us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A decorative mirror. I knew that. <laughs> like, it's stupid. Uh, but I also, what was also fun was the Detective Wilson and then the other detective, because when they're interrogating them all, 
Oliver's ass. Yeah. When the one hard ass Jeff is like, oh, do you really want to act like you know them so well because you could spend jail time? He's like, actually, I don't really know her that well. And then, yeah, he just gives her Mabel, throws her under the <laughs> detective bus. Wilson, right? That's me. Williams. Williams. Yeah, let me keep saying Wilson. Damn. Williams' face is just like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, he get, he. She gives him the illest look. Like, you just threw Mabel under the bus. You serious? I thought you were. I thought you were friends. But no. So then, of course, they get through the interrogation. Williams walks him out, and she's like, "Look, you guys are all prime suspects. You're not being convicted yet, but they will try to find all evidence to convict you. This is your time. Like, this is your time right now to live a normal life." Stop doing the podcast. Live a normal life. Just and, and and just until you find out. Until we find out what happens. So then, of course, they don't do that. Mabel well, tries for like ten seconds. They, she, they she try. Tries, she tries hard. But Cindy Canning really does drop that podcast episode, and then it's just like. But if, not even before that, just alone, Charles yeah. and Oliver in the elevator, saying like they're not going to give up. They want to solve this. Yeah. And then Mabel's like, guys, come on. Shouldn't you guys be watching, like, eating in a diner somewhere? Or, yeah, playing like, checkers or chess in the park, whatever yeah. old people do. But to just they they don't want to stop. They're, they, they're going to find out who's setting them up and framing them. And I say setting them up and framing them because if you have seen the so far and you are cut up, that the murderer who is the murderer of the season, we don't know yet. Officially, we have our theories and we will talk about that is framing them so like the murderer killed bunny and then took all the evidence they could and the weapons they could and then every other episode a piece of evidence shows up so like in the first or the second episode it's a painting yeah the second or the third episode it's uh the knife yeah third or fourth i think it's the fourth the that's fourth. when lucy comes in yeah the fourth the episode fourth. it's a knife then the fifth episode it's the matchbook yeah and then the sixth episode, it's the actual murderer, or well, who we think is the murderer, because they give it a glitter bomb. Yeah, it's been good. Like the lead up, the build up, everything, and it's yes. like my only thing is like you don't see as much as the the neighbors and the Arconian as last season. Yeah, yeah, like last season. Well, I think they did most of that in the first three episodes. Yeah, that's they true. they really showed you the whole, not really the whole, but the most of them in the flashbacks of Bunny in those three episodes and then now it's just about the main characters because it's, it's literally about them they're being yeah. set up so the story is literally about the three main characters unlike it being the whole building this time because they were solving the murder for the whole building yeah and this season there's hidden passageways in the arconian that they discover and it's discovered by a spoiler warning charles's stepdaughter um well, they think well yeah she knew about the one in charles Charles. They found the elevator. That's it. They yeah. Know, they they know about know the, the passage. Whole, oh, they know about right. the secret elevator. Secret elevator. They don't know about the passages at yeah, all. Yeah, the secret passages. Lucy, which they don't explain how she knew. Mm-hmm. They don't explain. I mean, they kind of explain it. She said she, when she was younger, the friend, her and her friends across the hall used to play hide and seek. And then they found it in her house. So they, she assumed that all the houses have the same passageway. Still. It's not a good enough. I, I need to see it, I guess. I mean, but if you're if you go through one house, and, and you and it leads to another house, I guess you're gonna. She knows the passageway because she didn't know it. Oh, yeah. She was able to guide them through it because she was able to run through those halls when she was younger. That's true. So she knew how and to then, get around. Who did? Wouldn't you hear that? Theoretically, like in the walls. That's what the, that's what they make a joke about it in the yeah. in the in the episode where they're in the walls. They're like, you, you wouldn't. You think you would be hearing somebody running around the walls murdering people? 
But no, you don't hear it. Nobody hears it. But let, let me just say this. It's creepier knowing that a murderer knows the secret tunnels, might not even live in the building, first of all, might not even live in the building, knows about the secret tunnels, and is watching you through your closet, through the holes in your grates, through the AC vents in the, in the walls, and listening to everything you do, setting up this murder. That's what got me. That's the creepiest part about the entire story. Like somebody's living in your wall, setting this up. I don't know why this popped my head. What if it's Oscar? And I know it doesn't make sense that it should be Oscar. Why do you Why do you think it's Oscar though? Like I don't so, know. Just... Like as much as he may say he just wants to put it behind him, the past and everything, he could be mad that Mabel never said anything. Like she could have said Tim knew something, but never did. I don't know. It just popped in my head for some reason. Like I don't think it's him because. I don't feel like that would make sense, but then that could be a twist. Because his dad was a super... I think but... it wouldn't be Oscar because the sneeze in the episode of The Murderer oh, is goofy. Yeah. He he sneezed like a goof. And Oscar isn't a goof. That is true. So that's why, like... Okay, so now let's let's talk about... We're already in episode 7, right? I think, and I have... we After watching all the episodes, like, two or three times, and then talking about it with Jose... I think that the murderer could be one of three people. Timmy, uh, Jimmy Russo, who you meet in the Cinda, uh, Cinda podcast episode where she interviews him. And apparently he, uh, uh, from Mabel's point of view, he's a liar. And then from Cinda's point of view, he's the honest man telling us uh, the, the bravest story of the world. Um, Jimmy Russo, he has a vendetta against Mabel. I always forget his name. Um, the guy who's in love with cats. Howard? Howard. Okay, but now you're probably, if you guys listen to the podcast and you watch it, you're probably thinking like, well, in the first season, he was a, had, a, had a blood phobia. He fainted at the sight of blood. I get that. But, but, this episode, he had a massive black eye. And the episode prior to that, somebody punched him in the nose and he had a bloody nose. He did not faint oh. when he saw the blood. He did not faint when he saw his own blood. But do you think it's that he doesn't faint to his own blood? Just other people. Uh, no, no. Bloodophobia doesn't matter. You see that the sight of blood makes you faint. True. He did not see. He did not faint to his the, hit, the sight of his blood. And then he has a black eye in the next episode. And he lied about he got the black eye. And I still think he's lying about the black eye. I think he murdered Bunny. And Bunny gave him a fucking wailing. Like she whacked him. And then I also think. It might be Will, but then in the episode, you see Will come back to his dad, and he's not injured in the scene. So, it's, unless he, like, patches himself up, but then again, I just think that because it's theory, but it might not be Will. My overall is, I think it's Jimmy Russo. Who do you think? Or what do you think? The I had thought it could be Theo, but then it doesn't make won't add up because one, he's he's deaf, so yeah, wouldn't have heard me able to come to the apartment. True. Um, shout out to Tristan because she put that. She's she let me know that. Okay. So <laughs> thank you. Um, so that kind of rules that theory out. It's on his dad because the dad is short, and, short and stocky, not tall. Okay. Um, like I feel like it could be Will, but then 
I don't think so because he's got his own stuff going on. Mm-hmm, with that whole stupid B story. I hate that storyline. They did not need to throw that storyline in. It doesn't get a mention. Yeah. Anywho. So I honestly don't know. I think my number one suspect out of who we've seen is a throwaway character, which is the pregnant lady Nina's husband. Because they want to change Zarconian. Well, at least he does, and she's going along with it. Yeah. And when Bunny said she wasn't going to retire, she probably told her husband, and then that is what led to her murder. Yeah. I can see that happening, but the reason I don't suspect him is because we only seen him in that one scene for like that one minute, and then that was it. But hey, it could be. It could be. The, the murder we seen every time he's in a black mask. Yep. And we assume it's a guy because it's tall and it doesn't have a woman figure. Because when you see him in the episode where you get introduced to Charles's stepdaughter, it's a man, the way he sneezes. And then when you see him again in the flashback with Mabel, um, you could tell it's a dude. You could definitely tell it's a dude. Yeah. If it happens to be a woman, I'll be shocked. That woman got to be at least six feet tall. Truly. She got to be at least six feet because like, she was tall. She was at least from what we've seen, it's a it's not an average height person. It's tall. Unless yeah, they're in some like they were the height of the closet. Yeah, unless they're in some freaking um, heels or whatever combat platforms, boots, platforms. Combat yeah. Boots. <laughs> Who knows? So then, like we said, we uh, the next episode we find a painting, and the painting is of Charles's father. Yeah, and there's a whole story behind the painting, and. Bunny's mom comes to the funeral or like to the arraignment um, and she's like, I know my daughter died but I'm not really here about my daughter's death. Oh, they are? Sorry. They're making an omelet. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I guess they do. <laughs> I guess they do. Yeah, okay. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We're watching it. We're like, we're re-watching it again to catch all the like things that we might have thought are like not in the, like not written well but we didn't catch it because they were talking the entire time. Okay, but, um, it makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> they were making omelets. I forgot about that. Yes. So, um, Bunny's mom shows up and she's like, I know my daughter just died, but I'm not really here for my daughter's death. I'm here for my painting. And everybody's like, wait, what painting? And of course, prior to the episode, you see Howard's mom and Howard, right? In Howard Bunny's mom? house. Oh no, it's not. That's not Howard's mom. It is Howard's mom. That's not the Howard. old lady with glasses. That's, that's Howard's, not mom. Howard's mom. That's Howard's mom. That is not Howard's mom. That's Howard's mom. You're dead ass lying. That's Howard's when mom. When do they explain that's Howard's mom? They are in the same built. They're in the same apartment together. No, they're not. Yes, they are. They have different apartments. No, they don't. Yes, they, that no. is his mom. There's no way that's his mom. That is his mom. There's I guarantee you, one hundred percent. That old lady with glasses is Howard's mom. Okay, keep talking. Anyway, Howard and Howard's mom. Because I don't remember her name right now. Walking at the beginning of the episode, walk into Bunny's house, and she saw the painting there first, and she knew it was worth millions of dollars. So she comes back with Howard and asks Howard to steal it with her. And when they come back, the painting is missing. The painting is in Charles's house. Heller and then Howard Morris. Like he could have his dad's last name. There's no way. Charles then notices that the painting is his dad and some lady, and then he gets a flashback to his dad meeting a lady that's always in the shadows of her apartment and at the end of the episode he asks Bunny's mom if the lady in the painting was the painter of the painting and if she lived across from the Arconian and she said yes and if you watch that episode you find out that 
Howard's dad, or Charles's dad, sorry, excuse me, Charles's dad got arrested for murder for killing that woman because he was obsessed with her. Sidebar, Uma is in apartment 3F. Howard is in apartment 3C. Okay, but get to the point that they're mom and son. It doesn't say that they're related. They're mom and son. Where did you see that they were related? No, I just want to know because now I need to go back and I'm going to feel bad. I'm pretty sure that's his mother. Why, because they both wear glasses? No, I'm pretty, <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's in the episode with the, the funeral. The funeral? Where he's like, excuse my mother, she could be a bitch. I thought they were talking about the bird. It's whatever. Are you talking about the bird? I could have sworn that was his mom, man. Anywho. Where were we? I just finished talking about the painting. Now the I'm painting. Gonna go, I'm, now we can talk about the next thing. Okay. Oh, then the next thing they discover is the knife. The knife. Right. And we get introduced to Charles's daughter. Oh yeah, episode. Lucy comes back. Lucy comes back, y'all. Yeah. This is the. Oh no, this is Bunny's last fucking day. Jesus. Um. By the way, that whole parrot theory. I don't think. It, I think they. They threw that in there and they never went back to it. They did it. Like I know they. they I know they. Did. I know the cop talked about it in that one episode, but they never really like. The, yeah, they never got the parrot or something to say the name. Never, or anything. Yeah, like come on. Well, because if you look back in the flashback during her last days, they're watching like an old like detective style movie uh-huh. or something, and then that's when it says that, and then the parrot says for it. pizza. Yeah, so that's where it's like, oh, they don't know or whatever. He doesn't know, but I think he knows. The parrot knows. She said the she said the the bunny said the guy's name, and yeah, but um. Anywho, the painting gets left in Charles' apartment. Mm-hmm. So it's Mabel gets framed, and it makes it look like Charles and Oliver are accomplices because they yep. don't get out in time. Yep. So then Charles gets the stolen painting in his apartment, and then they try to dispose of it and get rid of it through the secret elevators. Yep. They put it in between the dumpsters, and then Amy Schumer's character, who plays Amy Schumer, mm-hmm. <laughs> takes the painting. They mention that, oh, she has the painting and the... Bunny's mom overhears it, so then they go to the penthouse where Amy's staying, confronts her about the painting. The painting is a duplicate. It's not the real one. Mm-hmm. Then in episode four, Lucy comes in. They're trying to make an omelet like old times. She picks up the murder weapon. Which is in Oliver's, Oliver's. house. Yeah. Which is Oliver's house. Knife. Wait, that, wait, Oliver's house? It's Oliver's house because it's Oliver's knife. He says that oh, I got this yeah. as a gift. So if you're following the pattern, they frame Mabel with the matchbook, they frame Charles oh, with the painting, they frame Oliver with the knife. They're trying to frame all three of them. Wait, no, they're in. They're in. Oh, they're in Charles' apartment, but it's all it's his Oliver's knife. knife. Yes. Yeah. In so, his thing. That's so smart. Mm-hmm. God, a piece of all three of them for this murder. But anyway, so we get introduced to Charles' step- stepdaughter, and <laughs> yeah, that came out wrong stepdaughter and she finds the knife because they're making an omelet oliver grabs it with a napkin and says this is my knife i got it as a gift and then everybody tries to grab the knife so they can figure out what to do with it and oliver's like none of you are thinking if you touch this all your prints will be on it my prints are already on it because it's my knife so leave it at that so then now oliver goes and he tries to hide the knife and he leaves the apartment and we think that he hides the knife later to review an episode seven that he never hid the knife that he's been hiding it this entire time in his apartment oh my god that's 
<laughs> which is i think the dumbest thing ever he says he got distracted by his son's wills uh uh show of the Oz, the Oz. Because the son was directing his kid's school play. Yeah, and he never got to hide the knife. And I was like, are you serious? You had this time? All these episodes, you still had the knife in your apartment. No wonder this murderer is getting away with fucking murder. You, 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 you guys have all the evidence with you still. But it's like, it's, like, <clears throat> it's a good thing he never got rid of it. Yeah, because Williams comes and she takes it. Yes. Alright, I'm about to see something. See, he says, Uma, be nice, not mom. Wouldn't you call your mom mom? No, I call my mom Michelle, and you know okay, that. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> and you know that. Uh, shut up. Okay. TV wise, wouldn't you call your mom mom? No. The exception of... in, the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the year we live in now, TV uh, shows do not call their mother moms. If you watch actual TV shows, some of the kids call their mother by their first name. Anywho, I don't think they're right, but maybe they are. But I think it'd be weird if they have two separate apartments. Just they're grown adults. Yeah, but then like, these are all like multiple bedroom apartments. It doesn't matter. They're grown right, adults. I guess. He has then nine... why live in the same building? He has 30 cats. I don't think they're related. We're getting sidetracked. No, we're talking about the show. I know, but still, it's like such a subpar plot. You know, you want to hear a subpar plot? This is a fucking storyline between uh, who's the real father for Will. That's a oh, subpar plot. That, so... that is the one critique I've got. Why? no one acts. Look, all I'm saying is, and this might be like our final note for this little breakdown, and we will probably do a little more breakdown. That you get an you get a, a memory episode when they do when we we're introduced to Lucy, right? Um, no, not Lucy, Alice, right? Sorry, Alice. The girl, oh, when they was girlfriend. Yeah, and they're trying to get so about they're trying to Oliver's trying to figure out who the murderer is, and he's like, I got this perfect idea. Let's play a game. And it's called um, Son of Sam. Yeah, so can we talk about how he bought an old bowl of drugs? Yeah, he bought yeah he bought an old bowl of drugs to get them fucked up. <sighs> anyway, he says, let's play this game. And then it goes to a flashback of him pay- playing it back in the days when they were younger in the Arconian. And he's playing it. He's talking to his son, blah, 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 blah. He's talking to his son in at night. He comes out and he's like, uh, Teddy. Teddy, you're the murderer. Teddy flips the card around and he proves that he's the murderer. So then... We cut to real time, and Oliver's trying to find the murderer. He's like, if you feel a pinch, you got killed. If you don't, try to guess who it is. So slowly by slowly, they're trying to get to it, and they get to the last two players, which is Mabel and Alice. And Oliver's like, you're the murderer, Alice. I know you're the murderer. And she's like, I'm not the murderer. So let me just give you this. She had, I know for a fact that she had the Son of Sam card, because Mabel had the Blanc card. Mabel knew... Because Oliver set that game up. I think Oliver gave her the Son of Sam card to make her try to, like, admit to the murder. Yeah. And Mabel knew. So Mabel slipped her her card and put her card was put in the purse. And we didn't get to see that to the end of the episode. So then when Oliver approached her and she showed, she's like, you got it wrong. She confronted him, showed him the blonde card. And she's, he's like, oh, I thought, like, I thought really, she really was the murderer. And at the end of the episode, you see that in Alice's bag, she has the son of sam card and it's basically like telling us that she is the murderer but then it's just leading you on to think that she's yeah. the murderer it's like a fake story to fake push up. her because she was lying to mabel about her past life is what it was trying to like say she was lying so she was like a murderer who's lying 
Um, but then the next episode, Mabel finds the matchbook because since Lucy introduces them to the tunnels in the Arconian, Lu- Mabel decides that she's going to find the one that leads to her apartment and see if she can retrace the steps of the murderer. And when she does, she's crawling out of the vent. She finds a matchbook. And when she notices the matchbook has a fingerprint on it, she puts it in a quick bag and she tries to figure out what she can do with it. Little do you know, this entire time, like, I think it started in episode four. They're texting a number that texted them in episode, the last episode of season uh, season one and the first episode of season two. Oh, yeah. And they thought it was Detective Williams. In this episode, they find out that it's not Detective Williams by, like, like critical thinking. Because the, the person's like, I'll take the evidence from you. I'll pick it up. But I can't meet you in person. Leave it at a park. Oh, and also because what's-his-face told them she's on maternity leave. The yeah. other detective. And the other detective, Dick Detective, uh, was like, oh, Detective Williams is on maternity. She's not even here. So they're like, We're, we've been texting the murderer this entire time. So let's come up with an idea and give him fake evidence, which is Charles' idea because it came from a Brazo episode. So they put a fake matchbook inside of a glitter bomb that Oliver makes because he does presentations on shows. <laughs> And they put it in the trash can. As they're waiting for the murderer, they're sitting in the car and they're arguing about everything that was going on in their life. And they don't see in the background that the person who we assume or they think is the murderer, because they told him to get out of the building, is in the trash can picking up the box. The box opens up, the glitter bomb goes off. He's on the floor. There's a lot of smoke because Oliver tells them that there's a little bit of C4, C4. in the box, like a little bit, enough to make a small mistake. And the guy starts running off. And Mabel's like, well, that's our only chance of catching the killer. And <clears throat> then we cut to the whole Bloody Mabel side of the story where she's on the subway. She's oh, freaking yeah. out because she just walked into her apartment. And Alice was dressed like her, redoing the whole... Oh, uh, yeah. Alice was at the art studio. She recreated her apartment. Yeah. Like, re- meticulously. Her, yeah. Recreated her apartment meticulously down to the wire she was dressed up as her and they were re- reenacting the tim um the bloody Mabel. oh the tim kono the tim kono murder which is weird because you think she would try, try to do the the bunny murder the, yeah yeah but she's not she was doing and she, no she was doing the bunny murder she was doing the bunny because like, oh the, yeah because tim the, kono and zoe were in the, in the kitchen food. yeah sorry yeah she was, it was doing, like everything yeah she was re- reenacting both the murders so then mabel runs out and she goes she like freaking out she's having this in and out of like consciousness type type of thing like a blacking out type of thing she gets on the subway and when she's on the subway she's trying to calm down because cinda's apprentice or whatever you want to call intern yeah calls mabel poppy and calls mabel and says listen i know you were right and uh cinda's a very dangerous uh, woman when you do her schedule for the last 10 years you learn a lot of things about this bitch and Mabel's like, what's the point? She's like, I didn't get my promotion, which is basically what Mabel told her at the beginning of the episode, that Cinda treats her like trash, and that if she keeps not stepping up for herself, that she's never going to get promoted. She's never going to become her own woman. So then on the subway, she sees the guy in the corner covered in glitter, and the guy goes to approach her. And in this episode, we see Mabel stab him. Oh, yeah, but we don't see it because it pops up on... Um... But we don't see the whole thing because yeah. it pops up on like on a, like oh, somebody's recording it. Yeah, Oliver's home, but it was somebody well, on, the, home, on somebody on the bus Someone, on the subway. Yeah, and they got on like all the social media platforms, and then Will sent it to Oliver. And so, the next episode, which is the last episode, episode seven, the best, 
she wakes up in Theo's house and she's trying to figure out why the fuck she's in Theo's house. And Theo tells her, I was on the subway with you. I saw the man attack you before you stabbed him. But everybody recorded it when you stabbed him. Yep. And she was like, wait, I still don't get what's going on. And he's like, I can prove that you did not stab the guy, but I'm also trying to help you to prove that you're not the murderer. Let me help you. And she's like, I need my bag. My bag has all the evidence in it. And he's like, I didn't see you with the bag when I followed you and, and helped oh. you to my apartment. Yeah, because the dude stole it. Because the, the dude, dude stole it. it. But I did. the guy did drop something and he dropped his security badge. And Mabel's like, this is his. And Theo says, yes. And she, he's, uh, they read it and it's the Coney Island security. So then Mabel's like, we have to get to Coney Island. We need to go do this now. The, uh, Theo drives her to Coney Island. They bring into the security department of Coney Island. They steal all the files or well, she's looking through the files. Theo comes in, puts it all in the trash bag and steals it for her. <laughs> and then um, she goes to the restroom. They play games oh, first. Yeah. They, she, cause he's never been to Coney Island, which is like a little side story. He's never been to Coney Island, so she shows him around and plays games with him and all that. She goes to the bathroom, and as she's in the bathroom, she sees glitter in the sink. Then she hears the, somebody walking, and the locker room is next to her. When she walks into the locker rooms, the man is covered in glitter, trying to patch himself up from the stabbing. Now, after this scene, the transition to the cameras are always on the right side of this guy's body. Every time he lunges forward or opens a door or chases Mabel, he's using his right arm. And this is why I say I think it's Jimmy Russo, because on Jimmy Russo's left hand, he is missing a finger. Also, he was stabbed by Mabel in the left arm. So if this is Jimmy Russo, they're not going to show us the left side of the body for two reasons. One, a bloody gory scene of him being stabbed and bleeding out. And two... If it is Jimmy Russo's, he's missing a finger on the scene. And if we see his hand, we'll know who the murderer is right away. Now, and it could also just be flip-flop because he's stabbed. They don't want to show it to us because it's on TV. Yeah. But we're going to continue. 